Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that Okay, let's get this started, it's a wonderful Wednesday, we are on the road, and as Rex Nelson likes to say, we are in the land of milk and honey. That's what he says? Well, that's what he calls the end zone. We are at Washtenaw Baptist University, and we are at a uh, sports media conference here, which has become an annual event. Last year was not the first annual. It was the inaugural. This is the second annual, though. Don't get that wrong, kids. Don't say... That's one of the things I would teach the kids. Don't say first annual. Don't say dead body. Don't say completely destroyed. These are all basics, Wes. These are all basics. That's all the knowledge I have right there. Don't say flag flying at half-mast unless you're on a ship. That's all the knowledge I have. That's all the broadcast knowledge I have. I just imparted it to everybody listening. That's all I got. And we're done. And I can go home now, right? Don't say Team of Destiny. Or don't say uh, say, Control Your Destiny. Don't say Control Your Own Destiny. Don't say uh, I could care less. No, you could not care less. I do like when people say I could care less. I'm just not sure how. I do like that. Or maybe I'm (laughs) the only one that says that. So that's what we're doing today. We're going to talk to some young people. We're going to talk to some older people, too, like Todd Knight. Not that he's old, but he's the head coach of the Washington Baptist football team. He will join us here today at 1045. We've got Chris Babb coming up. What's Chris's role? He's running this whole thing. That is that is that, yeah. is, that what it says on his, yeah. like the little thing that says on his desk? Chris Babb, I run, run the whole thing. thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, David Sharp will join us at 1220. He's the athletic director here, and the president may or may not stop by. We do want to thank uh, Barry Turnage Law Firm. They are the ones sponsoring our trip down here. They are big supporters of this event and of uh, the university, and they like the buzz a little bit, too. We appreciate uh, Chris Turnage a lot. He obviously... Hear him on the buzz occasionally. He's also an NFL agent in addition to being an attorney and an all-around good guy. So there you go. Um, we're going to talk some baseball today. Congratulations. Rangers Thank now you. in a commanding position in the World Series 3-1, Wes. And I don't know that it ever got close enough to get puckered, but they jumped out early, five runs and back-to-back innings, and then uh, they ended up going up. They were 11-1 at one point? Yeah, it was 10-0, then 10-1, then 11-1. Yep. So, and then it got to be 11-7 was the final. They scored a few runs late, and too little too late, baby. And now, they're in trouble. I thought that was typical Rangers last night. This is this has been their M.O. all season long. They've gone through so many injuries, and just guys have stepped in. You know, they've had their lulls like any other team in baseball, but somebody goes down, somebody steps up, and they that's created a very deep team. And, and you heard that from the Rangers yesterday before the game, saying, you know what, uh, yeah, it sucks losing Garcia. He's a, uh, Adolis Garcia's a, a great player. But Adolis? 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 There's so many weird Adolis. names. Adolis Garcia. Uh, uh, Janikowski? Uh, what's, what's his name? The guy with the long hair that came into right field. They got a kicker. I didn't watch one second. I have yeah, no idea. Well, all right. Well, so he's played a lot this year and played very well. He's very fast. He's a good right fielder, and, and he's a good hitter. When he came in, and he was right there in the the, the cog of the, the uh, scoring in the second and third inning, and, and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, look at this. What a night. You know, he gets to play for the first time, and, and look what he's doing. I was like, yeah, but he's been doing that all year. He stepped in during the year, uh, and he's been a key contributor to this team. They, they're just deep, and it's the same with the pitching staff. They're like, oh, you know, you're, you're losing uh, one of your best pitchers. And, well, the guy that was pitching last night was one of their main starters throughout the year. And and the guy who came in relief for him started a lot of the year. You know, they're just a deep team because of the injuries. And, um, man, I just thought it was awesome. The way they stepped up, the Fox pregame crew with Jeter and Alex Rodriguez and Big Poppy, they all picked Arizona to win last night. Mm. And Texas just shoved it from the very beginning, and they're up 10 nothing. So you got the game one matchup tonight, right? Game one, re- yes. Riku. So, yep. I mean, obviously uh, the, Tex, the Rangers escaped in the first game, so maybe we will, in fact, get... 
a game uh, six. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, Texas is uh, now, what, 10-0, and 11-0 on the road. They haven't yep. lost yet on the road. Um, you would think. Has any team ever gone through, won a World Series, never lost on the road? No, the, the Rangers have already set the record. Okay. No one has ever done this, won this many Well, they games need to the win road. this game then and just finish it out. That would finish be cool. Finish it off? Yeah. But I'm sure, no. I mean, yeah, you want, you, no, you you, do, you take it when you get it, right? But Because as a Rangers fan, you know, I've been there, game six, and you thought it was over and they were about to win the World Series. So if they win it tonight, that is awesome. Uh, but I know there are a lot of Rangers fans who have tickets for Game 6 Friday night that would love for it to happen then. But don't put it off just for that. No, get it done tonight. I was just uh, We were talking about different games this week. There's some very impactful high school games this week, too, in addition to um, you know college football and such. And I was just noticing that we RJ had tweeted out that we were going to Greenwood this weekend for the LRCA game, which will decide the 6A West. And Kane Archer said, "Let's go." So Kane Archer is following the buzz now. I'm so excited. That's that he's cool. Paying attention. Yeah, what a matchup, man! I mean, third Friday night is it, it is spectacular. I mean, uh, Bryant and, and the Conway for the seven A Central. You mentioned that for the six A West. Benton clinched the six A East last week. Um, you've got just down the road Malvern and Arkadelphia, or yeah, literally right down the street, Malvern and Arkadelphia playing for the seven four A. Hazen and Carlisle playing for a two A conference championship. Um, um, it, it, it is. It's going to be a great Friday night with huge games all over the state. That's the way they end the season right there. Some teams have clinched, but for the most part, a lot of uh, titles and playoff seeds are on the line. Uh, did you guys do any trick-or-treating last night? My daughter did. She she and a bunch of their, her friends all gathered and went to a, a, a friend's house in PV and walked around PV a little bit. How old is she? She's a freshman. Is this her last year to do that? I would guess so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Christian, did you guys walk around? Yeah, we did. Uh, we took Titus around neighborhood. How did, he, how did he like wearing his outfit? Oh, he likes it. He he likes being a fireman. That's really fun okay. for him. Okay. Um, yeah, I got a lot of candy for me. Mostly. Yeah. How would you rate the candy haul? Oh, uh, I give it an A minus. It was really good. So my daughter, when she, they went trick or treat, they just went door to door a little mm-hmm. bit. They didn't take a bag; they just got a piece and would eat it, and then walk to the next house and eat. It. So she didn't bring any home any candy. No, that's, that's it's just like, well, we have a big bowl outside that we left uh, for the trick or treaters, so that they'd have something when they stopped by our house. No, so go get some of that. I'm like, are mm-hmm. you kidding me? You think anybody left that bowl full or any candy in there? Probably the first person who came by took the whole bowl. No. Yeah, when. We left a bowl outside because we were walking around the neighborhood. We were like, take two pieces, leave. And when we got home, there was actually still like half the bowl. And then 30 wow. minutes later, we Same. came out. It was all gone. I think, okay, I think most people honor it pretty well. If you, I don't think most people abuse it. I've done it before where yeah. I've left it out. I, it hasn't been an issue. Uh, I was at my girl's house yesterday, and we left the bowl out. And then we went to a couple parties, came back, and there was still candy left in the bowl. So... I think most people don't take advantage of it. I was just watching a video on Twitter as we were doing the show, and yeah. somebody, the people, these like four people came by, and you know, look, you're on a ring camera in a lot of cases, yeah. so don't be don't be the jerk that goes over there and takes all the candy. That's, that's just so lame. That's what mm-hmm. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go and here's my watch. thing: you can go buy as much as much as groceries are these days, as bad as it is these days. You can go to the store and buy a big bag of candy for pretty cheap. Don't be an a hole. You know what I mean? Can I say that in here? Yeah. Anyway. Um, I just don't think that's cool. So it was. Uh, we let Titus like go up to the door and I'd let him ring the bell and then say trick or treat and get the, and grab what candy he wanted. And I, I guess I got to teach him better because he was grabbing like Twizzlers and stuff. I was like, come on, man, let's grab. What do you grab a better candy? What do you want? Uh, chocolate, something that's not terrible like Twizzlers. Thank you. I like Twizzlers actually, but I'm with you. Anything chocolate's like my first go to. Uh, okay, so we we didn't play the Dabo clip yesterday, and I want to do want to play that today for those who missed it. And some people are defending Dabo, and it's like, oh, he's taking this for so long. I'm like, look, dude, you're making $11 million. You can call me or say anything you want to me about the way I'm doing business. And the other thing is, too, like, if you're confident when you're doing it, shouldn't to me, it shouldn't bother you that bad. But I mean, people say it to us, and we, we make a whole lot less. Way less than $11.5 million. Um, speaking of Dabo, they didn't appear that I saw in the top ten of the college football playoff poll. I don't even know if they're in the top 25. No, they're 4-4. Four and four. Yeah, that's true. They're 4-4. Four and four. Uh, Ohio State, that was a little bit of a curveball to me. The number one team in the college football playoff rankings. Obviously, a lot of these things are going to change, so save your breath. I already know this. Uh, it'll all play itself out. Michigan is number three. Georgia squeezed in between with Florida State at four, which I thought that was good. The Huskies of Washington at five, just ahead of the Oregon team that they beat at number six. Texas, I'm surprised Texas wasn't the top-ranked 
one-loss team, considering they beat Alabama. Beat Alabama. They have the best one win of any one-loss team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama's eight. It's hard to believe. Like this is. It feels like a down year for Alabama, and yet they're sitting there at seven and one. Mm-hmm. And this week, obviously, will be very telling. LSU's at fourteen with two losses. They are the top-ranked two-loss team. Oklahoma fell to nine after the loss the other day to Kansas. Mississippi, Ole Miss is seven and one, tenth. Penn State, Missouri's twelve. Uh, I was reading a story today in the Democrat Gazette, and this guy was basically making the case as to like this is your chance. If you're going to do anything, Missouri, this is your shot. You got you're coming off a bye. You got all these pieces. You, you better if you're going to go over and make some noise. This is the week. I like him to cover. I don't necessarily like him to win. Uh, Louisville's at thirteen. Do we buy Louisville at all? No. I gotta watch them play. No. Are they a one loss? Yes. Notre Dame's at fifteen, seven and two. Oregon State, Tennessee's at seventeen. Uh, Southern Cal twenty, Kansas twenty one. Oklahoma State's twenty second. After the start they had, it's remarkable. What a what a return. And then uh, Air Force at twenty five, undefeated, the lowest ranked mm. undefeated team. The top-ranked one-loss team is Texas. Right. Who is the top-ranked? The top-ranked one-loss team is not Texas. It's Oregon. Oregon. Top-ranked. Right behind them. Yeah. Top-ranked two-loss team is, is LSU. Is LSU. Yeah. Because they lost Florida State and Ole Miss. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I don't have a huge issue with it. Uh, I could make an argument Notre Dame could be right there, too. But, I mean, yeah. I, I think on a neutral field, LSU would probably beat them. But I don't know. Uh, answer me this. Okay. Ohio, Ohio State wins out. Yep. Okay, they're your Big Ten champion. All right. Uh, Florida State wins out. Okay. They're in. Yes, 100%. LSU, no, Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Okay. What happens in the Pac-12 first? Get tell me that. Uh, Pac-12, um, Washington gets beat. Oregon wins out and they're one last Pac-12 champion. Yep, yep. And the same with uh, Texas. They win the Big 12, so they're one loss. I think of Washington. So you got Oregon, Texas, one loss. Yep. LSU, or Alabama wins the SEC championship, mm-hmm. and Georgia loses. That's their only loss. What do you do? Well, it's a pickle. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a great it. scenario. I have so much respect for Oregon. I think Oregon's so good, and they were. It was a. I mean, it was kind of like the uh, USC Utah game last year in the regular season, mm-hmm. where Utah was able to squeak it out. But it was an incredibly good game. Same deal here. And I think if Oregon and, U- and Washington played again on a neutral field, Oregon would win. But. I think Oregon's the best one-loss team. But I can certainly make an argument for Texas beating Alabama out of conference. Yeah. But you're right. That would be a pickle. It would. Because Georgia has so much respect as a two-time champ. I think Georgia, again, you almost just have to automatically leave out a conference champion at that, or non-conference champion at that point, right? Yeah. You have to take one-loss Oregon and one-loss Washington if they're the champion of the Pac-12. Okay. You have to take Ohio State, assuming. Or it could be Michigan. Yeah, whichever one. But, but the other thing yeah. is, too... You forgot Michigan's a one-loss team at this point, but yep. their, their strength of record is going to be an issue for them. But if they beat Ohio State and they're a one-loss team, Ohio State is, and their only loss is Michigan, yeah. Ohio State's got a pretty good resume. Yeah, it's a, whew, that could be a mess. But every time we do this, yeah. we do this every year, and it never works out that way. It's always fairly clear-cut. It seems a little deeper this year, though, doesn't it? Concur. Yeah, because the Pac-12 is a factor and hasn't yeah. been. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So, if you want to join us, 661-1037, you can hit us up on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, and Asher Record Live fan feedback. Yes, I would Christian. have thought that Ohio State, or or not Ohio State, I would have thought Georgia or Michigan were number one, but I guess they both have the strength of schedule working against them at this point, because neither have played really anybody. That's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, Georgia's strength of schedule will certainly go up this week if they are able to win. And Georgia's schedule uh, is terrible. Like, is it? Yes. They played UTM, UT Martin, Ball State, yeah. South Carolina, UAB, Auburn. Kentucky's a good team, but they've killed them. Uh, Vanderbilt and Florida so far. Oh, is wow. Kentucky a good team? Kentucky just lost at yeah. home to Tennessee. They haven't mm-hmm. played a top 25 team. Uh, Kentucky's, Kentucky's a decent an okay team. team. Yeah, decent, decent right. Yeah. I agree. So the rest of the way, they got Missouri this weekend, of course, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Georgia Tech. So they have three straight that are yeah. kind of difficult, at least. Enjoy. Who is it? Missouri, Ole Miss? Missouri, Ole Miss, Tennessee. Yeah. And I, look, I watched Georgia Tech beat North Carolina Saturday. And Anything can happen. Game. Haynes King is fun. Yeah, Georgia Tech all of a sudden is relevant, kind of. I mean, like, good enough to beat a good team on yeah. a good day. Yep. Man, they haven't been any good. Are they still running the same crap? They're not running the no, same crap. No, they're not crap, running are they? that anymore. No. You're making me uh, think that Missouri's got a sh- chance. Two weeks ago, Georgia Tech lost to 
Boston College at home. And Boston College is bad. Ba- Boston College is bad. They almost beat Florida State, too, though, oddly enough. Yeah. This this game this week, by yeah. far, is Kentucky's toughest challenge, or uh, Georgia's toughest challenge. By far. Where's the Tennessee game? No, I mean up to two days. Oh, to, to today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. No, not even close. See? You're starting to like Missouri a little more, aren't I you? I am. That ten- I, I think Missouri can keep within two touchdowns, at least. Mm-hmm. That Tennessee but, game's on the road. Okay, see, that's going to be a tough one. Where's the Ole Miss game? Ole Miss is at home. I wonder, uh, with Georgia being put second, that's great ammunition, though, for sure. Kirby. Absolutely. No one respects you guys. We're the two-time defending champ, we're not number one. Right. Guys, we got to show them what we have this week against Missouri. Mm-hmm. And Michigan has a two-game schedule, essentially. The rest of the Ohio is, State, Penn State? Yeah, that's it. I mean, the rest what? of the games are so easy. When do they play Penn State? Is it next they week? Play, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then again, because the West is so bad, like Michigan's got to score 17 points to beat Iowa by 10. <laughs> I just don't think anybody, and, and uh, Wisconsin fans, don't even start with me. You guys are a clown show. Who Stop is going to be the uh, the champ of the West? One of those two, One Iowa or Wisconsin. And Iowa should be undefeated in the in the Big Ten. I think their only loss came to. Who they lose to, Christian? Besides who? Iowa. They uh, lost to Minnesota in that crappy call. What else did they lose? Who else did they lose to? I'm not sure. Have to look it up. Yeah. And um, Iowa was not ranked. No, Iowa was not ranked. With two losses. Um. Uh-uh. It's got to be like an eye test thing. It's like no, this team's not very good. Um. They lost to Penn State, thirty-one to nothing. Oh. Ohio State does have the most impressive wins of any team in the top four. I will say that because they beat Notre Dame and they beat Penn State. So, yeah, no, that's, that's why. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what early. the chairman said last night. That's why they're number one. They've got two quality wins. These Iowa games are hilarious. Like you just look at their season; it's so funny. Like they beat Utah State by ten. Okay, they they won by seven at Iowa State. They beat they beat Western Michigan to death. They lost thirty-one zip to Penn State. They beat Michigan State. It was a train wreck by ten. They beat Purdue by six at home, and they won 15-6 at Wisconsin. Then they lose at home to Minnesota because of the, the, uh, yeah, the fair catch the, deal. Yeah. Then they get a bye week, and they got Northwestern this week. They get Rutgers at home next week. I mean, seriously, I do like the under the Iowa-Northwestern game, no joke. At 29-and-a-half? Yeah. Is and it I, and honestly, staying at 29-and-a-half? It's around 30, yeah. Illinois at Iowa, and then Iowa's Nebraska at Nebraska. So, I mean, Iowa's in pretty good shape. So... Um, they got to be the worst 6-2 and two team in the country, right? Just because their offense is so bad. Again, how do you judge a good team? You know, we talked about this with Arkansas a while back, you know? Well, Arkansas is, their offense is so bad that they're a bad team. I would That's say. Iowa. Yeah. And Iowa has a more but dominant defense than Arkansas somehow. does. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Do you know it's been uh, almost two months since Arkansas won a football game? Well, they're riding a six-game losing streak. That makes sense. September 9th. Yeah. Uh, Thank God basketball's here. Two weeks from now, we got a good lineup. Michigan, by the way, this is the uh, uh, FanDuel just came out with their point spreads for two weeks from now. Michigan okay. at Penn State. Michigan is a seven-point favorite. Sounds right. Ohio State, Michigan State. Ohio State's 28-and-a-half-point favorite. Oregon, USC. Oregon, USC is where? Uh, just says versus. I don't know. That's it, not USC's line. Line listed second? Yeah. I bet it's at USC. I like Oregon. 13. It's a thir- They're a 13-point favorite? Yep. Yeesh. And then uh, Georgia at Tennessee. I bet uh, Oregon's at home because it says versus. And these others, when like Georgia at Tennessee, he wrote. Okay. So Georgia is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over Tennessee at Tennessee. That's about right. Michigan, Ohio State. Line. I'm not saying they'll cover. I'm just saying that should be the line probably. And then in a couple of weeks, Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan's a six-point favorite. Man. I could see, honestly, like I could see Oregon doing something defensively because I do have so much respect for landing. Like they do something magical and just USC falls off the rails. And by then, and again, we were talking, I heard the morning guys talking about today, like Caleb Williams' numbers are ridiculous again. Mm -hmm. But they're not even talked about because they're obviously not a great team and they've lost games and they should have lost a couple more. They're ridiculous. He has to put up 45 every week for them to have a chance. Yeah. Well, the fact that he keeps rolling out there. But, I mean, you get whacked a few times by Oregon's defense. You going to want to keep rolling around out there? I don't know. I mean, they shut down Colorado's offense. And I'm not saying that they're equals, but Colorado's offense is legit good. 
Colorado's not a good team, but they're a legit good offense. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were able to come up with some kind of trick and, and cause problems for Colorado's offensive line's not very good. Yeah, but they... they what Dion's, and, uh, and Dion's averaging, just yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're averaging 500 yards a game, and they're doing something right. Anyway, uh, 10-26. Let's take a break. We come back. We'll talk to Joe Klein, get his thoughts on the Arkansas exhibition with Van, uh, Vanderbilt. Purdue, the other the other team of the same color scheme. Uh, that was weird. That was a weird little uh, glitch in the old brain there. But uh, I'm curious what he thinks about Edie, too. And what his pro potential is, because most of us don't think he's going to be a great pro. But I'm curious what Joe thinks his pro career could look like. Last night, Kansas was ranked for the first time in the uh, college football playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. Do you know which schools now have never been ranked? Which Power 5 schools? Yep. Arkansas? No, Arkansas has been ranked. In the college football playoff? Yep. Hmm. Vanderbilt? Yep. And how many more? Four more. Oh, gosh. Northwestern? Nope. Uh, Rutgers. Yes, Rutgers is one. That makes sense. Maryland? That is three. Okay. Arizona? Nope. Arizona State? Nope. But someone from Pac-12? Um, Oregon, Oregon State. Cal. 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 Makes sense. Good job. Oh, and there's one more. Oh, gosh. From the Big 12. Uh, bad Big 12 team. This one surprised me. Okay, Baylor? No, nope. they've been in. I'm just running through names. Uh-oh. Iowa State, I know, has been... Uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas State. Uh, Oklahoma Kansas. and Oklahoma State have. Texas yep. Tech? Texas Tech. Good get, Christian. That's, never, that's those are the five that have never been right now that Kansas made it last night. Look at us. 1027. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a sec. We'll visit with Joe. And uh, we're here at Washtenaw. Thanks again to Barry Turner's Law Firm. Appreciate them. The high school sports media conference is already underway. Maybe we'll get some students on here a little bit later too. Talk to some bright young minds, people with a little, you know, a little gleam in their eyes. Somebody who still believes they've got a future ahead of them. Not us. Oh no, we're just a couple of broken down old men trying to make a check. But uh, it's good. I remember when I was young and excited and really eager to break into the media world. Now I think, geez, idiot. So many other things I could have done with my life. We're back in a second. Stay with us. It's a new month, but still some great deals at Guatney Chevrolet. The 2024s are coming, so they're getting rid of all the 2023s. See what they can do for you. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the deals. Take a look at all the inventory. Find the vehicle you want. Then you don't have to walk around the parking lot. You just figure out which car you want. Head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. They're ready to deal. They're still paying top dollar for quality used vehicles. You're going to get a good deal on the car that you trade in. 0% financing on Silverados. You've got great deals on the Equinox. and They've got some used vehicles out there for less than $300 a month. They can work that payment for you and get you a good deal so you're not paying a ton every single month to drive around in a car. Go see our friends at Watney Chevrolet. Gregory Street Exit in Jacksonville. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Aug update during Out of Bounds. Get one of the lowest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum Card online at trueservice.net. Sports Center. The Texas Rangers are one win away from a World Series. The day after some of their hopes were dashed when Max Scherzer and Adolis Garcia were announced out for the rest of the World Series. They score an 11-7 win off the back of Marcus Simeon's five RBIs and a Corey Seager home run once again 11-7 for the Rangers to take a 3-1 lead over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Game number five is tonight at 7 p.m. You can catch it right here on 103.7 The Buzz and also on Fox. In the NBA last night, the Knicks take care of the Cavs, 109-91. The San Antonio Spurs rally past the Phoenix Suns, 115-114, off of 18 points and 8 rebounds for number one overall pick, Victor Wembanyama. And then finally, the Clippers take care of the Orlando Magic, 118-102. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair is not only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment. Forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. 
From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, RVs, material handling, or construction equipment, Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer in Whitehall. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Hunting season has arrived in Arkansas. Alcoa Community FCU has the perfect loan to cover all your hunting adventures, whether hunting the natural state or looking for a new travel trailer or going on an expedition. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union will help get you there with the perfect loan. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union now serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is Shepherd's Pie for only $7.49 per pound with Edwards Signature Peach Cobbler for $5.49 per pound. Join Puppy Up Waterock for a dog walk around MacArthur Park and a silent auction in the pavilion to fundraise for canine cancer research on Saturday, November 4th, 11 to 2 p.m. at the MacArthur Park Pavilion in downtown Waterock. The walk starts at 1 p.m. The registration website is at puppyupwalk.org slash Waterock. For more information, contact Fran at puppyup.org or call 501-690-1903. That's 501-690-1903. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akri and Wes Moore. What have we done? Now Seeger to right center field, way back there, and good again! Corey Seeger does it again! His third hit of this World Series is his third home run of this World Series. No one's going to face a reliever more than once, right? But you're going to see a reliever more than once in these games. The more the hitters see the relievers in a series, the better it gets for the hitters. Hitters get the advantage. And now Simeon crushes a ball. Back to left field. Gurry out of the wall. Goodbye! It is a route in game four. Marcus Simeon came into the game with three RBIs this postseason. He's got five in three innings tonight. And they do it again with two outs. Back-to-back five-run innings. All ten runs with two outs. Bottom of the Texas lineup here. Jonah Heim leading off. Still looking for that first hit of this World Series. Over 12. High fly ball to deep right field. Jonah Heim's first hit of the World Series is a home run. And it's 11-1 Texas. Third of the postseason for Howe. So the third home run of this game for the Rangers. Out homering Arizona in this series 7-2. And the clerk got it. Get that ball to Jonah. Nice keepsake. All right, welcome back here to the uh, high school sports media conference here at Washtenaw Baptist University. Sorry, I had a little glitch, bud. You know what? I'm not perfect. Sorry. Give me a break. I need more coffee. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Joe Klein is standing by. Joe, we just played a montage um, of uh, highlights. Those are called home runs. It's when you hit the ball out of the ballpark. I know as a Royals fan, you haven't seen many of those, but it was pretty cool last night. The Rangers kept going yard and making it tough on Arizona, but welcome in. Good to have you. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. They they hit it and they get to run around the bases and nobody. Yep. I hadn't seen a lot of those. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, as a Cubs fan, I didn't see enough of them either this year, so I can't say anything. But is, uh, is, is Wes just sitting over there just smiling? Is that all you? Well, I can't. Just, Joe, I won't tell you what his, his uh, reaction was uh, from a physical standpoint, but let me just say he's not going to stand up anytime soon. <laughs> Joe, there's one more to go. Joe, I, you know, I've been through hell as a Rangers fan. And I know not, not to even count the outs because there can be one more out left, and it doesn't matter. you got to win one more game. Uh, I hear you. Mm-hmm. As I someone you, but... just uh, texted oh, on the Southern you. Structural Solutions text line, uh, David Freeze has just been signed by the Arizona Diamond. Yeah, I just, yeah, I remember that. That was, uh, yeah. that was painful. Still that was too painful. soon. Wow. Um, <laughs> glad we're having some fun with this, Joe. That's great. Um, yeah, absolutely. 
Okay. All right, so let's talk about uh, the Razorbacks and what you saw. And, again, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm still trying to get to know who's who. You know what I mean? There are oh, so yeah. many new faces. Oh, and so many guys contributing. But, I mean, obviously that was a great atmosphere and a great way to break into the season, even if it didn't officially count. You know, I thought for a first game it was outstanding. I mean, uh, I thought there was some really good attention to detail. Uh, uh, I thought the ball movement for, again, having so many new players um, and being the first game, I thought the ball movement was really good. Again, I thought the defense uh, was was sharp. It looked like they were, you know, there, there were mistakes, but they weren't uh, from lack of knowing your assignment or knowing what to do, maybe just a little late, a little early, uh, things like that. But, you know, they were trying to do things with the pick and roll and do things in their rotations and stuff like that. That again, when they messed it up, it wasn't because somebody forgot to do it or somebody didn't do it or they weren't on the same page. They just, you know, got to get the timing a little bit better. But really like the, I really like the ball movement. I mean, again, for uh, a team with so many new players and it being the first game in a sold-out arena against the number three team in the country. I, I don't think last year couldn't have gone any worse against Texas. I don't think this could have gone any better. There you go. That's a good way to say it. Joe Klein joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, courtesy of our friends at Corky's in North Little Rock and Little Rock. We asked this question earlier in the week, Joe. I want to get your opinion. Which of the newbies did you do you think has the most promise or did you like the most in the first couple of exhibitions? You know the guy I like, and I mean he he didn't, but I, I just I liked how he played, and he didn't play a lot of minutes. I like Blocker. <laughs> I I against Purdue. I mean, again, he played eight or nine minutes, but man, I thought for a freshman, he he really he really played good. I mean, I really liked his energy. I liked how he picked up the ball. I liked how he was unafraid to get in there. Uh, you know, I, I liked the other guys too, but I mean. For, you know the other guys are older. You know Mark and Battle and those guys, and and they were they were exceptional as well. But for a freshman against Purdue, uh, I didn't get to see the the the, the first game against Texas uh, Tyler. But uh, for him being in that environment uh, against Purdue, I thought it was. I just that just caught my eye. I was really impressed with. Yeah, you know we gave. We gave three options, and then we said other, and we had several people write in blockers. So they were they made it, he made an impression on a lot of people. So you're yeah, definitely not alone yeah. there. But I thought again I, for a first game, I thought again I was just you know you get you're a new guy. There's been a lot of hype to this team, so the tendency is I'm going to get mine. I'm going to show everybody that I'm worth. You know I'm I'm this guy that you know this and that. And I really thought I just you know and again I'm, I'm another thing. I'm amazed at where Brazil is. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I was, I was thinking. Hopefully, when all that happened last year, hopefully we'd get him at Christmas this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for him to be out there and play thirty, thirty-one minutes against Purdue is just, you know, some great, great doctoring going on and some great rehab going on. <laughs> no so, doubt. I mean, it, I mean, that was again. I didn't see that coming at all. One thing that I, I like, Joe, and I think it will help them in the future is the environment. And I, I felt like they came out and, and maybe they were a little tight because of the moment and the, the crowd and, and partly because of Purdue. I think they had five turnovers in their first six possessions, something like that. But I think the next time, you know, SEC game Duke, you know, when the place is sold out and you have that kind of buzz, this will be something that the team can go back on and learn from. Oh, I, I think you're you're so right. I mean, uh uh, again, I, I, like you know, last year you had all these hyped freshmen, and they got their head handed to you, to them by Texas. And I thought that was the perfect thing that could have happened because it, you know, it, it woke your you got something to go at your freshman. And then this, I just think you have an older team, uh, an experienced team, and I I think that environment, the big game environment, just. Uh, you know, the more of those you can get under your belt, the more comfortable you'll be. And you'll have film to go back at and look at good things, bad things against a great opponent. You know, you're not – nothing against the University of Texas or Tyler, but, you know, you, you can't 
you can't really break down a film like that. Uh, and people can't, you know, both, that team couldn't expose you. They couldn't uh, do things to you uh, if you didn't want them to. And so against Purdue, you can see that if, you know, you're not, you're not clicking and you're not geared up and you're mentally not into it, you'll get exposed, good or bad. And so, I mean, I just think the film on this is invaluable. And I just think it's going to have great dividends uh, for the big games that are coming down the stretch. People around here won't care as much. I was just curious, Joe, as a former uh, star big man, what you thought of Edie. Obviously, we've seen a lot of tape on him over the years, and as a player of the year last year, I mean, there's plenty of good things to say about him, but I was mostly curious about how you think his game translates in the NBA, or does it? Um, I think there's a place for him. Uh, You know, he can move. uh, uh, You know, the lack of being able to shoot the three, I mean, let's be honest, I mean, like you have to do that nowadays offensively or have to be a threat to play big minutes, I mean, to be a big big minute guy. And then his, you know, you saw him get exposed a little bit, you know, the last shot that I believe Mark hit, that was at Mark, number 12, the, that hit the yes. big shot there late. He didn't get out, you know, they put him, you know, muscleman, big dude like that, maybe not, doesn't move as good, put him in the pick and roll. Well, he, he wasn't out there showing like he needed to be in that situation. And, you know, and that's by design. I mean, they used, when Connor Vanover played for us, I mean, it was like he'd check in the game, and it was like whoever he was guarding was in the pick and roll. And they tried to, to attack his size and his lack of maybe being able to move laterally to contain the ball or his inability to get out there on a shooter. And, again, he was late, and, and you, you, you want, we watch him. NBA. I mean, that's all the NBA is. A lot is pick and roll. They're going to get the matchup they want, try to get you in a pick and roll, and then get get into the paint, create. And I think those are two areas that, again, for him to be a a, a very meaningful player in the NBA that plays for you know ten years or so. He's and, and plays you know twenty minutes and can be a good backup. I think those are. He's got to learn how to. Now, and I don't know if he can, but just if, if they're not going to guard you, be able to shoot a set shot, you know, three-point shot, and, and be able to make, you know, 30 to 33, 35% of them. And he's got good touch. He's a load down low. He's got good instincts uh, to rebound the ball, good instincts to, to block shots. I just think pick-and-roll defense and the ability to – to stretch the defense a little bit, and I don't know that he can do the latter. I mean, that you know, seven foot four, three point shooters. You know, there's Wimbenyama, but he, Porzingis, yeah, there's only a few of them. Yeah, Porzingis, you know, that that's a great one there. I mean, Porzingis is uh, that you know, those are the things that Porzingis does. I think you know, for him to look at, I think that's a great analogy, Christian. Is that I mean, look at what Porzingis does, and I'm not saying Edie can be that, but try to be a lesser version of that in some sense. And if he could do that, I think he could stick around a little bit. Joe, we got to run. I appreciate the time. By the way, uh, game ball right, to Victor for uh, his Slender Man outfit last night. That was truly creepy. Yeah, I don't know if you saw awesome. that or not. Uh, hang on yeah. the break, though. Don't, don't have the break yet, Christian. We're going to let Joe go. we got a guest here, so we're going to talk to Mr. Turnage here for a second. Joe, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks. All right, guys. Have a great go see, day. Okay. Go see Joe at Corky. He'll be washing dishes or cleaning the smoker or something. Oh, he already hung up on us. Uh, Bird's the word today at Corky's, of course. Dollar off chicken sandwiches all day long. And after four, dine-in only, dollar off chicken fried steak. That sounds good and hearty on a cold day. Chris Turn is joining us uh, and also sponsoring our show down here today, along with uh, his partner, Mr. Barry. How are you uh, How are you gentlemen doing? Good, good. Thanks for having us today. I appreciate you. <clears throat> Glad you guys could come. Uh, it's always a good time. Last year was a great event. I cool think event. You guys really helped it out. So yeah. I really appreciate you coming. What's uh, what have you been up to? You know, this is kind of a crazy time recruiting and then going to see veterans at the same time. So bouncing all over, uh, mixing in a little law practice here and there. It's, yeah. So it's, it's a little crazy time. What kind of law do you practice primarily? Uh, so we do a lot of personal injury and then uh, contract dispute litigation. So yeah, Wes has an issue with uh, the buzz, but I don't want you work with him because it's too much of a conflict. Uh, you don't represent Josh McDaniels, do you? Do not. Okay. Do not. You can talk bad about him all you want. Okay. Uh, I think the proof's in the pudding. I don't really have to say anything else, do I? <laughs> I represent the punter there, which is nice with okay. their offense. Very busy. Then he, he gets a lot, of, a lot of action. You know. That's it. Yeah, I like to not see the punter for your favorite team. That's a good thing. But uh, anybody, how many punters oh, and kickers do you have? 
Um, so we've got, counting long snapper specialists, we've got uh, eight specialists now. So wow. What's a long snapper make? Same. So, like, for example, we got two rookie long snappers that made a team. They're making 750 this year. <laughs> snap it snap between your legs. I've been trying bad. to tell my kid, like, dude, he said, well, I can play center. I said, you need to work on your long snapper. Absolutely. That, that is a very specialist role. And I've seen dudes that are not much bigger than my son playing collegiately as a long snapper. It's a very refined uh, talent, for sure. It's amazing. And, uh, um, like, so we had two years ago Cal Adamitis with the Cincinnati Bengals, and uh, he won the Manley Award, which is the Long Snapper Award. Probably, le- probably, probably learned that. Didn't you know. know that. Uh, is Basil involved in that? <laughs> he should. He should develop a trophy for it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's funny because you hear teams like, oh, he's the best long snapper to come out in years. I'm like, it looks pretty much like some of the other dudes <laughs> that have come out, but hey, I'll take it. You yeah. know? What, is, what are their size? Your long um, snappers. You want them ideally to be, you know, six two, six three, um, and in that two forty to two fifty range. And so, like Luke Rhodes with the Indianapolis Colts, he's a two time Pro Bowler. Um, he became the highest paid. He's one of our guys. Became the highest paid long snapper in history of the mm-hmm. NFL. Um, but he was a former linebacker at William Mary and converted to long snapper um, to come play. So he's at he's right at two forty five, like six two and a half, two forty five, real I, athletic. I'm sure there are camps, but are there like academies for long snappers? There are. Yeah, there's all these specialist camps, and they all specialists are a really close fraternity of guys like mm-hmm. punters, kickers, and long snappers because they go to these same same camps and so uh they get to know each other and kind of work their way through the high school process and then the college process together which one of your clients are showing out this year having a good year um dietrich's having a pretty good year with the patriots yeah. he's doing well obviously the patriots team is not uh, not doing great but uh but dietrich is uh is doing well and dre greenlaw obviously is still uh, still killing it um mm-hmm. hopefully up for uh, another contract uh, mm-hmm. extension with him soon so uh those two guys with razorback connections are obviously um doing well and razorback fans can be proud of you didn't have anybody moving around yesterday i assume no, and that's that's a good thing usually in, in football. Yeah. Um, you know, basketball, baseball is totally different. There's so many trades. Usually in football, it's most of the time, you know, somebody that's disgruntled or somebody they're wanting to kind of get rid of as opposed to somebody saying, let me go out and get that last piece, you know. So it's it's um, usually a good thing to not be involved. I want to ask you the worst, but w- which organization have you had the most uh, pleasant experience dealing with? Um, actually, New England is really good. Um, Bill Belichick, a lot of people give him a hard time, but he handles everything, kind of, even the contract negotiations when we were doing Dietrich's. Belichick was on the phone talking to us and talking about what wow. he wanted, and he's actually really, really, I mean, he's he's very honest. Like, he says, this is what we're doing. If you don't like it, that, that's okay. <laughs> like, this is where we can be. But, um, you know, some other teams play some games. uh and they take care, like, after the game, you're, you know, you go to the family room. They've got a full buffet for all the families. Contrast that with Cincinnati, the cheapest team in the league. I was at the game a couple weeks ago, and uh, they literally have a tent set up outside. Now, this is in Cincinnati, Ohio, and there's no heater. There's no waters. There's no candy bars. Just a tent that's set up there. And that's it for the families and friends. So it's, wow. uh, it's very, very different treatment, you know, the people. It's hard to believe. It is. The, the mother of, of one of our players was very mad. She's like, yeah, we had to stand out here. There's no heater in, in December last year, you know, waiting for our son to come out. And I was like, I get it. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. What are you hearing about Aaron Rodgers? You know, it's interesting. Um, he's he's back on the field, obviously, in terms of not running, not practicing, but back on throwing. Probably saw there the, uh, the other game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's telling everybody he's uh, he's trying to make it back this year, especially if the Jets make the playoffs. It, it is amazing they're actually relevant. Agreed. I'm blown away. Now, we knew they had a good defense last year, a great defense, but I didn't think they could hang in there with Zach Wilson. To still be, you know, over 500 at this stage, and, I mean, you're in the playoff mix, and then that division is obviously a little down this year. The Bills aren't playing up to, to mm-hmm. speed, and Patriots are obviously way down. So, yeah, I mean, they could they could actually end up making the playoffs here uh, if they can win, win a few more games. You know what's amazing? The fact that they won the opener. I mean, that may come back and be the difference in making the playoffs or not. And the, the way that the season started, I mean, everybody's shell-shocked, and they still found a way. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Xavier Gibson, you know, one of our guys yeah. that we were going to try to get him on with you guys. And yeah. It didn't work out. We still can, hopefully. But he, he's a great kid. You know, he first person to graduate high school in his family. High school? Um, yeah. Not college. High wow. school. Wow. And his mom has got arrested for being a drug dealer, like literally growing wow. up. And uh, he's never taken drugs, never done anything. And, I mean, I was at that game, but he, had, he didn't have a single family member there at the game to, to be there. I mean, it's crazy what he's come through, but then to see what he's doing, you yeah. know, it, it's really awesome. Well, he was an incredible college player, obviously. So it's yeah, you good, see him with UCA. Yeah, yeah. UCA, yeah too much. <laughs> Glad he's in the pros. Last night, the uh, Raiders, uh, you know, let go of the GM and their their head coach. A lot of people thought the Raiders may be selling at the the deadline. Do you think that – and they did not – was there a correlation there that you think that maybe uh, who's going to make the call on the, on the yeah. the owner? He's like, no, we're not going to trade anybody. You should probably hire I'll a tell GM you why first. In the morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the owner first needs to worry about getting a haircut. If you guys have ever seen uh, Mark <laughs> Davis's haircut, oh, but yeah. secondly, uh, yeah, I mean, 
It's like, do we do we get the team when you got a new GM coming in who might like some of these guys, yeah. might not? So I think that was kind of the reason for that. What about the Commanders? I'll ask for Christian yesterday selling off to their defensive linemen. Yeah, I think that was a big signal, honestly. I mean, those are two premier guys. Um, the Commanders had a great defensive lineup that they were known for. Yeah. To say, hey, we're kind of doing that, it shows we're we're kind of playing for the future now. And I'd be shocked if Ron Rivera is there, you know, too much longer. We uh, we got to hit a break. Thank you again for having us. I appreciate you, and uh, hopefully we'll get you on again. Are you gonna be around today, or you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we'll we'll get you on a little bit. Perfect. It's Chris Turnage. Great stuff, and uh, love to visit a little more. We got Todd Knight here. We'll talk to Coach. Coming up a second. Tip fifty one. Back in a moment. In the zone. Fellas, what's good? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored, self-inject, at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of 150 bucks a month cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, baby. Shipping treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health. Healthcare. Central Termite and Pest Control has been providing reliable and professional pest control services for Arkansans since 1957. Locally owned and operated with the goal of giving you the latest in termite and pest control solutions with the safety of your family and pets their top priority. You place a premium on your property and home, and so do the folks at Central Termite and Pest Control. To see what they can do for you, visit centraltermite.net. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Looking for somewhere new downtown to hang out with all of your friends for football? Then there's only one place, and that's Little Rock's newest neighborhood sports bar, The Busker, on South Main. The Busker features an upscale bar menu with great beer, wine, and cocktail selections, as well as weekday happy hours from 4 till 7 and late nights from 10 till close. So watch all your favorite college and NFL games on the Sunday ticket this fall, where you won't miss a minute of the action on their big screen TVs. All this, including live music on the weekends, can only be found at The Busker on South Main. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. You never know what's going to happen in the zone. It's a big week and the tide are going down. Are you ready, Eddie, or not? Let's freaking go. Well, he's not the brightest tool in the shed. Or the sharpest. Let's see what the guys are up to today. I'm not. God makes one mistake. It lives forever. Oh, buddy. Listen, don't get me started. Uh, Todd Knight joining us, the head coach of Washtaw Baptist. Coach, good to see you. You guys, too. How yep. are you? Doing good. You look very locked in. Yeah. Must be two weeks left in the season. That's about right. Okay. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about playoff uh, situation, and, and you guys with one loss, if you close it out, guaranteed a spot? Pretty much, we're in that we're in that seventh, you know, hole right there. And there's some there's some teams that have to play each other in that regional, you know, uh, lineup. So, you know, being being seven right now, if we finished out strong, I think we'd have a great shot. How's your health? 
Not your personally, but at the team. It's, it's pretty good. I mean, I'm worried about you, too. You yeah, okay? well, I, I appreciate it. But uh, when you first said it, you looked right at me. I thought, well, he really is concerned. But, <laughs> but no, we're, we're in pretty good shape. I mean, it's it's the end of the year. I mean, we've got some things going on, which I think all teams do. And it's it's like, like you always say, you control what you can control. And, and at this point, guys that have been practicing all year have got to step up and be ready to go in those few spots where we, where we have some guys beat up. Being at that seven spot and losing to well, who's ranked number two in that region, that, that must be a very good region. Or, or do you have a reason to be upset with being ranked seven? No, I'm not upset at all. I'm glad to be in the seven. If you get in the seven, it doesn't make any difference. You got a shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's only one team that gets the bye. So the other, you know, two through seven were all the same. You may be ranked a little bit differently. But, uh, no, if we can get in, that's that's all we care about at this point, you know, is trying to get in. And, and uh, if you get in, you've got a shot. Would they move you guys so that you wouldn't play Harding in the first round? Well, and, and again. If it stayed like it is yeah, right Yeah, again, now. you know, I'm going to go ahead and say this statement. We're talking hypothetical, sure. you know, and. It's always hard for me to do this because we've got two great opponents, you know, the next two weeks. But, okay, let's go past that. Okay, we, we, we were fortunate if all that plays out and, and we get a chance to get in. They try to eliminate flights on the first round to save money, the NCAA, because I could see us having to do something like that. But then on the flip side of that, I know the first round they try to keep conference opponents separate, so it would be 50-50. And, you and should tell them the only way we can get a Cersei is by playing, so you guys don't that's want to right. that. That's right. That's um, right. Coach, there's a misprint on your uh, stats online. You might want to get somebody to fix. It says Kendall Givens has 17 rushing touchdowns, but that can't be right. Yes, yeah, that's, that's that's pretty close. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. That's ridiculous. I saw him run around today. Yeah, he's got, he's an he's an aspiring media star. Yeah, but he, uh, what a, what a year, huh? What a year! And, and of course, just when you look at his fifty something touchdowns over the last few years, he, he's he's got a chance to break tons of records, not just at Washita, but you know in Division Two as well. So very proud of him. And you know what an ambassador for us. You know, all of you guys know him. He's yeah. a little rock guy and, and had a great career there in high school football and doing the same thing here and he's a leader on campus leader on our football team it's awesome we were talking on the way down here driving through bryant benton malvern haskell arcadelphia yeah i mean that's a corridor of football champ conference champions that's great for recruiting for you no doubt about it you, you guys know i'm gonna say it but if you look at our you look at our top 44 nobody nobody gets close to us i mean it's, it's arkansas high school football across the board and I think right at 70% of our roster is Arkansas high school football players and a lot right down I-30. I think we should have an OBU Bowl. We need like a, a yeah. trophy for the who's the real OBU. That, that's I mean, exactly right. That's what, exactly. what time's your game Saturday? It's at 1 o'clock. They're 5-3. and three. They hadn't lost a game in Oklahoma. One of, the, one of the top teams in our league. They're in the top five right now, top four. We got our hands full. We got to play really good football. Good luck. Last two at home, which is nice, Coach. Good luck the rest of the way, and uh, good luck in the playoffs. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for the coverage. If it all plays out, we don't get ahead of ourselves. Hypothetically. 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 That's exactly right. We got to win this weekend. Appreciate you, Coach. Thanks, guys. That's Todd Knight. We're up against it. Coming up, the little red white, and uh, got a lot more planned for you in the second hour. Stick around. Is your Oak Lawn a roaring crowd and thundering thoroughbreds, or is it betting long shots over cold beer and corned beef? For all the reasons we love it, live racing is back at Oaklawn starting December 8th. Champion thoroughbreds, more race days, and the largest purses in the track's history. Join us for opening day December 8th. Make your reservation.